Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Uh, for those of you watching the video, as you can see, I'm shooting from my new mansion over here. Uh, <laughs> so I'm messing around finally uh, here on StreamYard, and you know how you can change the background. Um, so I have this uh, this nice background with the, uh, what are they called? The grandfather piano in the background, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, but I have a, a guest here today. Those of you in the real estate world will recognize her. It's Lloyda. Um, and I wanted to bring her on specifically for a particular subject. I didn't tell her either. So she just jumped on. I asked her a few minutes ago, and we're going to roll right into it. And I'm going to hit her with those nitty gritty, tough questions to put her on the spot. So what's up? What's up, Lloydy? What's up? What's up? I know you hit me last minute, but you know, I'm always down. <laughs> let's do it. So um, let's talk a little bit about the team, right? Because now you're, you're much more involved uh, with the team. So how has, and this just in general, right? Before we get into the, the meat and bones of the, the podcast and the episode, how has your transition been from only solely being a salesperson and regular realtor to now doing that and also being a part of the leadership uh, with Team BC? How has that transition been for you? I have always loved teaching. And even from, when, from the time that I started my YouTube channel, it's always been teaching agents, giving back type of thing. So when I transitioned into more of like a leadership role for our team specifically, um, it's something that... I don't feel it was difficult. If anything, it allowed me to give back my knowledge and just seeing the agents, the agents in our team implement what I teach and kind of doing the same thing that I have done. It's really rewarding um, because, you know, at the end of the day, I learned everything from you. So it's kind of like um, even in the beginning, you know, when you were teaching me, it's like, you know, Lloyd, I want you to be an extension of me. So you're like me, but, you know, you don't have to rely on me to do things. So now me coming in and teaching the agents the same thing where it's like, hey, I'm teaching you, but you shouldn't rely on me being there to like come and save you every single time. And then being able to defend themselves and do things, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's cool because, you know, as I have grown too, you know, by virtue of you growing, whether it's in real estate or not, just as a business person and entrepreneur in general, you have to have good people around you, right? And at the end of the day, it boils down to people and systems, and the more you scale, the better systems and the better and more people that you need around you. So um, I wanted to ask you something because I wanted to really focus this podcast specifically on women. And there's a couple things that that I've taught over the years, but, you know, predominantly YouTube and a lot of people coming in, at least in the educational platforms and studying. Most of them, I would say, are men, probably at least 70 percent uh, for the most part. Right. So I want to ask, I named this podcast. Is it easier for women entrepreneurs? If I was to ask you that question, and let's specifically focus on real estate and sales, would you say it's easier in your experience for women than it is for men? I don't think it's easier. Um, I also don't think it's harder. I think at the end of the day, whether you're a man or a woman, it's going to come down to you know how bad you want it and you being able to put in the work. Because there's a lot of women out there. And, you know, it's funny that we're talking about this because even some of the people that leave me comments in my videos is they say the same thing. Oh, you're a woman or, oh, you're prettier. So it's easier. But at the end of the day, you know, I started my business cold calling. People wouldn't even see my face. They didn't know what I looked like. And I still was able to be successful with making those cold calls and my skills. So at the end of the day, I don't want people to think that, oh, if you're a woman, it's going to be easier. Um, or if you're a man, you know, it's going to be harder. Or if you're ugly or if you're pretty, like throw all of that out the window at the end of the day, you know, it's going to come down to your skill, to how bad you want it. How bad are you willing to put in the work to get the results? 
And that's how you're going to be successful as an entrepreneur, not whether you're a man or a woman or whatever you want to identify as. <laughs> you had to put that disclaimer on it, right? I love it. So, right. And just in case, right? Um, so w w one thing I wanted to ask, and this is tough because I've seen this transition in you, right? Especially, you know, with me. Uh, one of the toughest things for most women is they're, they're, they're too nice. Like mm -hmm. business, again, regardless of what people say, like, oh, this is right, this is wrong. I'm talking about just understanding the game, not trying to change the rules. Business is a, a male sport, right? Like a lot of people say, oh, it's cutthroat, this and that. Like it's a very male-dominated activity and the energy behind it is a lot more masculine. So a lot of women end up being too nice or become pushovers, right? What were some of the key things that helped you go from being nicer? Because, you know, when we first started going out and when you came on the team, you were very nice, almost too nice. And now when you need to put your foot down, you'll put it down. It's pretty cool now to like listen to you talk to sellers and prospects because it's like no fucks given, right? Like yeah. you can be savage or you can be feminine, right? Like you, 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 you're dynamic in that sense. What were some of the things that you did to make sure that, hey, when the situation calls for it, like I'm going to be, I'm going to be manly or I'm going to put my foot down if I have mm -hmm. to. I think it was having the mentality that whether I was talking to a man or a woman, or even if it was someone older than me, I was still the authority and the expert in my field. And I had to have a type of confidence and conviction in whatever it is that I was talking about and saying to be able to have that feeling of, you know, you know, I'll be nice to you, but the moment you cross the line, you know, a different Lloyd is going to come out. And that's something that it took me some time um, but even when I was new in real estate, I remember talking to people or if they were going off on me, I was listening to it and I didn't hang up. And when I started to tell myself, you know what, I don't have time to listen to those people bringing me down. I really got to do something about it and working on my mindset. That's kind of when things started to shift. And, you know, that's one of the reasons also that I started my YouTube channel, because I didn't see a lot of women talking about sales or their real estate experience. Just like you mentioned earlier, in this industry, it's, it's a lot of men and a lot of older men. When I got into real estate, I'm like, I want to see what it's like to be a real estate agent. And I really wasn't finding a lot of women's perspective on it. And because I started to put out my journey out there, and people can really see my transformation from when I was new to where I am now. You can see it. You can even go back on some of the comments that I get. Women have gotten motivated and encouraged to be able to, you know, stand up for themselves, have standards for their business and know that at the end of the day, you know, it's okay to fire clients and let them know how things are versus, you know, kind of going along and just because you want to please everyone. Right. You know, um, it's interesting because I think overall, if you talk residential real estate, I think there's more women than men in the yeah. industry, but they're so underrepresented online, you know, with videos. So even if we before we expand on that point, why do you think it's it's so challenging for so many women in particular? Because I feel like in the category of being more authoritative or putting your foot down, women seem to struggle so much more with that than men. Why do you think that is? Maybe overall, just in general, we have always kind of grown up thinking like, you know, we got to be nice. Uh, if you have worked a previous career or work a corporate job or, you know, just been in those type of environments, you have never really been in a position where if you didn't like your boss or someone, you kind of told them how you felt type of thing. So coming into this industry where you're your own boss and you have to set your own standards, maybe that's something that a lot of people are still not used to. And maybe specifically women, they feel that, you know, 
I gotta be, I gotta be a lady, you know, I can't cuss you out or, or tell you to leave me alone. And that's, that's where there might be some struggle still. Yeah. And, and the interesting part is like a lot of people think of that in terms of extremes, right? Like even what you brought up, that's how most people think about it. Oh, I got a cuss. It's like, no, dude, it's about when the moment calls for it, you need to do what it is that you need to do. And it's, it's nothing extreme. I just think it's a lack of being dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can be authoritative and still be a lady, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people would say, you know, Lloyd is very classy in the way she presents herself. You're not trashy. You're not mm -hmm. ghetto or hood or whatever you want to call it. Right. But Hey, if we need to step up and do something, we'll do it. Same thing with me. Like, just like a woman might be called non-ladylike, and I'm going to make a point here just so everybody listening gets it. Same thing with me. Uh, when I put my foot down, oh, well, you know, he's an asshole or he can be overbearing. I'm not. If I'm honest in the moment and I'm being more authoritative when I need to, that's not me being an asshole. That's the moment calling for me to exhibit that quality, right? And I think people think of it, if I can give a tip from my perspective, they just think of it in, in too much of extremes. Like if you put your foot down, you're not a lady or a woman anymore. You're blank, fill in the blank, an asshole or whatever. Well, no, dude, it's just a moment called for it. So I had to do it. So if we can give an example, how many times, and maybe you can cite an example, if any come to your head, have you had to kind of put your foot down with a client and because you did that, it actually allowed them to move forward in a transaction mm -hmm. or get the result that they wanted versus run away or make a mistake. Can you think of any off the top of your head? I can think of a scenario. And this is a time that I met. It was a, at a listing appointment. I met with the seller. He was a man and it was just myself. I think all his family was there, but he was the main decision maker. Hmm. And I think being in sales and a woman, this is my perspective and what I have experienced. Sometimes sellers think, oh, you're a woman, you're going to be nice. Like I can, I can, you know, kind of step all over you or test you out or see, you know, how much you're willing to do or not do type of thing in terms of like, maybe reduce your commission. Yeah. Anyway, I stood my ground with that seller and I was very confident in something that I do that, you know, even when we role play, it kind of like scares our agents. If I'm at a presentation, I'm going to look at you in your eyes because I want you to know that I'm serious about what I'm saying and you need to be taking me seriously. Yeah. So when I met with this seller and he was telling me things, but I was kind of going back and forth with him, it got to a point that he said, you know what? I like, I like how confident you are. You're not cocky, but you're confident. And that's exactly what I'm looking for in an agent. So that just proved that, you know, there will be people out there that are going to test you just to see, you know, how you're willing to change. But if, you know, you are confident, you know your worth, you know what you bring to the table, and you can carry that out with, you know, how you stand and how you present yourself, there's no reason why someone can't take it seriously. Yeah. And, and from what I'm gathering, too, that's more the uh, it's the unspoken language. It's not a script that you said. Mm -hmm. It's the eye contact. It's your calmness yeah. in that moment. And it's your ability to deliver and carry yourself and sound a certain way to where they put the pieces to the puzzle together and say, OK, this isn't a facade. This is a, a woman or a business person here who's confident, who's exactly yeah. what I'm looking for. Right. Because mm -hmm. I think and, and let me know if you agree with this. I think so many people look at it the wrong way. Right. They'll think. Oh, it's because I'm a woman instead of I'm not confident enough, which is actually the truth, right? Yeah. Because if there's men, same thing, you know, I think as soon as you walk through that door and that seller looks at you or whoever it is, whatever you're doing, as soon as you walk in, they're going to size you up. 
how you walk in, your demeanor, your face, your eyes, your, your posture, they're already going to assume maybe what they're going to try to do, maybe how they're going to try to uh, negotiate with you or see how low they can get a price or a commission. So you got to be shot from the start. Yeah. Have you noticed and, and you find maybe, and this is because a hunch, right? That you're a female, that people try to test you a little bit more compared to maybe a male agent. Yeah. Because sometimes they'll bring up the, oh, you look younger. And they'll associate the fact that I'm younger with maybe not having uh, experience, which is completely irrelevant. Yeah. And and you think like the female aspect of it just like is the little icing on the cake where they try to do it a little bit more because you're a woman? Yeah, because they people will automatically think, oh, well, she's going to be nice or women are nice or just in general. So they're not going to say anything. Yeah. So maybe like when you deliver a more authoritative line, actually, it creates in a way maybe like more shock and awe because they're like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, that's so, exactly what happens. So in a way, you kind of use that to your advantage then, because, you know, that's what I tell people. That's almost like in a way a newer person, you know, and the customer perceiving them as new, making more of a bold move and almost like a younger person who's sharp, mm-hmm. dresses good, sounds good, does a sharp presentation. Like, wow, I thought this was a kid, but fuck, he's amazing. So that exactly. actually ends up working in your favor, huh? Absolutely. A hundred percent. That's exactly what happens. And you know, the funniest thing also that happens over the phone when I'm calling expires and for sale by owners where people have no idea what I look like. And they tell me, Oh, but you, you know, you sound younger, completely irrelevant, but how I speak and how I deliver, you know, whatever I'm trying to get across is in such a way that they pretty much give me props. And it's like, you know, I like your confidence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I love that. If you're getting compliments, that's great. Uh, but more importantly, they're complimenting you and then they're signing with you or working with you. Yeah, and they're not just complimenting exactly. you and then telling you goodbye because then it's probably not a genuine compliment. Um, <laughs> no. So, you know, and, and this, again, this is another curveball question. Because our, our era is so different and a lot of people, especially like we're in a different generation, right? Like there's a generation younger than us, like 10 years younger. And then before them, that's like, you know, 15, maybe in high school right now a lot of the information and what they think is true, they get from like TikTok and Instagram and social media. So, you know, it's interesting what you said in the beginning, we were taught to be nice. And especially in regards to advice for younger women, I'm seeing the opposite. Oh no, be strong, be independent, be a boss, babe, all that 